Rugby Wrap-Up brought to you in part by Sheehy Auto Stores. It's easy at Sheehy. The Pig and Whistle, the world's best rugby pump. And Lean and Limber, stretching your way to a healthier lifestyle. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Rugby Odds, starring former WWE champion John Bradshaw Layfield, God's gift to rugby, gift a Belu of the Gift Time Rugby Network, and featured guest. Thank you. Thank you. You're, you're really too kind, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. I understand fully. I understand fully. But... But let's let's just pause that applause for a second, ladies and gentlemen, because we have groundbreaking news to share. And while my colleagues, WWE legend John Bradshaw Layfield, a.k.a. Johnny Spoons in the rugby circles and rugby's gift to mankind, gift a Belu, whom I fear is a bit of a diva with the new king status and his kitty cat, while they warm up in the bullpen slash hallucinate, here's the breaking news. See, ladies and germs, you will no longer be limited to our stellar TRO spreads and picks, which come out long before the game day rosters are available. That's because we'll be partnering or teaming up with the Rugby Network, TAPP, T-A-P-P-P, the creator of the Pick and Go app, and PlayUp, a New Jersey-based sports book, to bring you odds and picks and spreads all 24 hours within kickoff. For now, only those that live in New Jersey or have access to a New Jersey URL can place bets live during the show. But all of you can test your rugby IQ by looking at the questions that appear on the screen via the Pick and Go app. Soon, all those things that happen organically during a rugby match, you'll be able to bet on. For instance, are they going to go for posts or are they going to go for the corner? Is she going to get a red or a yellow card? Who's the tallest player on the field? Is the head coach going to be wearing shorts or pants? Right now, however, you're part of history. That giant leap for mankind on the rugby sports entertainment moon that circles America. That's what this blast off slash launch is all about. Even better, ironically, that launch will take place Friday night on this show prior to a team from Space City splashing down in the Puget Sound. That's right, the Houston Sabercats to face the Seattle Seawolves at Starfire with the season on the line for both teams. A great match. But before we bring them in to predict the future, let's take a brief look at what we last saw. The wicked smart New England Free Jacks asked not what you could do for your country, but instead went to another country. They went up to Chirana, where a bunch of NHL hockey goals are being reviewed to face a desperate Eastern Conference rival, and nobody gave the Arrows a chance. But Toronto left New England fans quivering as they emptied their quivers all over the Boston-based team. Toronto wins 33-18 to stay mathematically alive, while New England fails to cover the seven-point spread. In one of the most enjoyable matches to watch, if you didn't have a stake in it as a fan, the Houston Sabercats proved that they do indeed have nine lives. Old Glory lived up to their name by leaving it all on the pitch which was sizzling at about 106 degrees. We don't know what that is in Celsius. You must watch the last 10 minutes of this match to understand the score is not indicative of what the game was. Houston wins it, exhales and stays in great position in the Western Conference playoff race, winning 59 to 42, and they cover the seven point spread. 
The Dallas Jackals stunned the world by tying the Los Angeles Giltinis in Choctaw Stadium in Dallas. Unfortunately, that was just for 40 minutes and we play 80 in rugby. Los Angeles covers the 38 points spread by a Jackals whisker in a 56 to 12 victory. Down in New Orleans, the NOLA Gold had been playing very good rugby and the San Diego Legion continued to have injury issues. But the Legion played like gladiators conquering on the road and no amount of gold could deprive them of a huge victory. Led by this week's MLR Weekly guest star, Joe Peterson, San Diego stays in the playoff hunt with a 42-12 dismantling of NOLA. San Diego covers the seven-point spread in the process. The Austin Half Pumpkins were in their Halloween best, but the only thing that was scary was the Utah Warriors' offense. In Harriman, Utah, the home team made pumpkin pie of the Gilgronies and knocked them out of first place in the process. Somewhere, Charlie Brown is very upset. I got a chocolate bar. I got a quarter. I got a rock. Austin did not cover the nine-point spread as they lose 22-8. One mile from Midtown Manhattan, head coach Marty Veal and assistant coach Marty Burke look to be looking at their cleats in case they needed to go in as one New York player after the next went down as the squad was significantly diminished via illness, injury, and poly matrimony. But the Atlanta Rattlers could care less about New York's strife as the snakes struck often, slithering up and down the field and swallowing players whole. In a boiling hot Hoboken, the reptiles smoked the hosts 38 to three in a pivotal Eastern Conference battle. New York did not cover the three-point spread. Congratulations, though, to Captain and Mrs. Nate Brakely. Whew, we got that out of the way again. Let's take a quick break and then bring in John Bradshaw Layfield and gift a Bailu. Need a great price on a new vehicle? Sheehy makes it easy. Easy Price shows you our lowest prices on the Mid-Atlantic's largest selection. Find your best price online or at any of our 31 dealerships. It's easy at Sheehy. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig and Whistle, on West 36th Street. And we are back, and we can welcome in John Bradshaw Layfield, the WWE legend, a.k.a. Johnny Spoons in rugby circles, and Gift A. Belu, rugby's gift to mankind, a.k.a. the king. Gift how you doing down in Brazil? I mean, it's pretty great. Be better That's than your fantastic. Voice That's just wonderful. <laughs> Let's get right to the show because we got a lot to cover. Congratulations on again. Third week in a row, John, that you are the wooden spoon winner as you and Gift both, both went three for three. But Gift's point differential as per the TRO uh, pick and go staff says that you win indeed. The wooden spoon again. Congratulations. Yeah, well, at least my dog didn't run away from me. Your dog ran away from me. The reason you don't have a voice, tell the people out there, is because your dog ran away from you and you had to scream for it for hours because your dog hates you because your dog's smart. It'll be in the um, outtakes of the show. You can tell, you hear the whole story. It's about 45 minutes long. Seattle hosting Houston in a Western Conference showdown that both teams have to win. Starfire Stadium is going to be rocking Friday Night Lights. Who's going to win this one? Our TRO crack staff has Houston 
as the road favorites, minus three. Not enough points. Houston is going to go up there and they're going to roll them boys. Houston is on a mission to make the playoffs. They're currently in third. They want to stay in third. They have to beat Seattle. I think Houston, since they had that off week uh, about a month or two ago, they have been a different ball club. And they are they're, I think they're going to go up to Seattle and they're going to roll them boys. Gift. Look, I love Houston. I've been on their train for a long time, and I'm not going to continue on this one because Seattle has been amazing at home. I don't ever really trust them, but I do trust them to try and be disappointers. Give Seattle the points on this one. Oh, Seattle. Seattle. I like that. That Seattle. He picked Seattle. Seattle. So Houston scared the bejesus out of all of us, and specifically those that were picking them last week because they had that real hiccup in D.C., but for the last 10 minutes of that match, which was an unbelievable 10 minutes of rugby, you have to see in 102 degree or 106 degree on the pitch, weather in the nation's capital, DC, heartbreak, heartbreak again. Sorry, Paul Sheehy, Chris Dunleavy, especially Paul Sheehy, because he's got that Sheehy auto stores. Uh, and I have a Sheehy auto stores. You don't have any time and you're sucking up the Paul Sheehy. You spend half our freaking time sucking up the Paul Sheehy. <laughs> Would you stop and do the damn show? Seattle Seawolves are going to win this one. I do like this thing to be a track meet with a lot of points. I like the over on this one. How about them apples? How about them apples? All right, next we have Atlanta hosting Toronto. And Chirana knocked off New England, and now they're back in it mathematically. But Atlanta smoked New York, so Atlanta's actually in a better position now than they would have been if we had been right about New York. So, John, it's Atlanta minus six versus Toronto in Atlanta. We got two things here. We got a letdown spot for Toronto, typical letdown spot. You, Atlanta had a great game last week. They had a little bit of uh, issues as far as New York did, as far as sickness, so they didn't play a full club, but still Atlanta's on a roll. And also the second thing is I got this iron here for your head because your head is wrinkled. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to iron your head like this, like, like this, and I'm going to get all those wrinkles out of your head. That is the nicest thing you've ever said to me, John. <laughs> you will look just like this. <laughs> Gift. Look, man, hey, when you talk about two teams that I have uh, no no care for, I uh, got to go with the team that has the best replication, and it's going to end up being with Atlanta. Look, Toronto, great week, but – I don't actually ever trust their consistency. And as John says, this is a letdown week. You're going into the steamy hotness in May? In May? In Atlanta? No, man, give this Atlanta all day. Get that sweltering, sweaty, heaty humidity going through the power of Atlanta. But what if it's like seven Celsius? I don't know what that means. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Canada's going to be all confused. They're not going to know what's happening. But Toronto's been playing well. They got their starting scrum half back and Ross Brody. That's a big deal for them because they've been playing with like fans for the like the last six weeks at scrum half. Uh, tough one. Toronto's a tough team to figure. It seems like a lot of points to me. Atlanta had that battle in New York where it was 100,000 degrees on the turf in Hoboken. They smoked New York again, but... I got I got I got to go with Atlanta. I got to go with Atlanta and I'm I'm skeptical on this one cuz Toronto is a, t- a tough team to figure out. Utah hosting Los Angeles. The Giltinis took over first place as Utah beat Austin and knocked them out of first place, but it's LA minus 8 on the road in Harriman, John. 
Did L.A. miss the bus for the first half against Dallas last week? What the heck happened? <laughs> They're tied yeah. going into going into sheds. Uh, yeah. Look, L.A. is not going to make that mistake this week. They are in first place. They are rolling right now, and they're going to go up to the mountains, and they're going to roll them boys. They're going to beat them boys. By the way, that's your nice little Memphis Center City rugby ball here, by the way. Yes. <laughs> and, John, before we go to gifts pick, we have to. I hate to do this. I really hate to do this, but I have to salute you because although 99% of the time you are a total <laughs> ball, Oh, that was bad. That was not nice. Oh, yeah. How about a little Listerine for you, pal? All right. How about that? But this time, the 1%, you're working with the Memphis inner city rugby. You're on the board. You had a big charity event, and that's why you're in a hotel room. Not This this time, it wasn't because your wife threw you out of the house. So it's legit. <laughs> Give us a quick skinny on that. Raised a ton of money for Memphis Inner City Rugby. The biggest thing about Memphis Inner City Rugby is they have a 100% graduation rate and 100% of their kids are going somewhere after high school, either college, military, or trade school. That's working with some of the worst child poverty in the USA right here in Memphis. They do an incredible job. Plus, they have several All-Americans and several state championships. If Major League Rugby wants a model for how to build an academy, right here in Memphis. Gift, tough to follow, to stay on track. I know that you don't like the Giltinis. I know you don't like Los Angeles. The mountain people, you're mixed about. What about this one? You got Giltinis minus eight on the road. I have to give this to Utah. Utah has been playing the best spoilers of the last two, three weeks. Like, it's almost like they riled up and they were like, man, everything is so hopeless for us that we no longer have to care about any result and actually started, like, winning games ridiculously. But unfortunately, L.A. has also been finding its way back the last five weeks and slowly becoming one of the most dominant teams. L.A. is on a roll. It looks like once they've gotten to the top, they don't want to lose that. I look for L.A. to be able to take this out, even with the points, even though I think it's a little big. But L.A. is going to take this mountain people. Yo, you guys have been doing your great job as a spoiler. Keep running reckless. But L.A. gets the points and the win on this. You know, this season has been one in which we have been waiting for Guiteau the entire season. And we might get Matt Guiteau back for Los Angeles at fly half. We don't know. And Guiteau never showed up. So we don't know if Matt Guiteau will show up. But I think Los Angeles cranking right into the playoffs. They want to get that first place. They want to get that home field advantage in the Western Conference playoffs. Absolutely. I think L.A., despite... Utah playing well again lately and playing some exciting rugby, playing the role of spoiler. I think LA covers that eight points. And again, ladies and gentlemen, this is our spread. The TRO staff cranking out our spreads before the rosters are released. But you have the ability now to see the pick and go play up spreads 24 hours before the start of the match. Let's take a quick break and we'll come back with our final two matches and final thoughts. Been blind since I was four. And I've never seen a beer commercial or a beer label. None of that stuff influences me. I drink beer because of the taste. And my beer is Pabst Blue Ribbon. It has the taste and the flavor. What do you think's on the label? I think there's a, a naked woman riding on a unicorn, jumping over fire. Oh, that's good beer.
this one up. Austin hosting San Diego. This is a really big match. Austin on Austin at home, minus four. San Diego with that big win last week. They smoked Nola. Uh, they seem to be firing on all cylinders. Joe Peterson, the great Joe Peterson, is on this week's MLR Weekly. Um, he was on fire. They look good. They look strong. They have to win out, and then they need help because they have a bye the final week of the season through the Legion, which is how ridiculous is that from the schedule-making standpoint. But Austin can secure their spot by knocking off San Diego. Minus four, Austin at home, John. Texas. God bless Texas. Look, San Diego has been awesome the last two weeks. They go in there and beat the Giltinis. They roll the boys down in Nala, and they're coming into the great state of Texas. But I think the Gilgronis are playing at a different level. They had a close game with L.A. I think Austin is going to win this game. This could be the game of the week, despite the fact Joe Peterson is a freaking stud. Gift. Is there any truth to the rumor that you think that San Diego is not playing because you told them they had to stop playing at a certain point this year? I mean, I have no underestimation of the pettiness of San Diego. Want to take a little bit of offense for saying truths that really existed and then trying to prove me wrong. It's okay. It's okay. I hope they enjoyed the power. This is what we do here. All right. We, we bring out the best or the worst in people, but mainly the best. But in this situation, I look at Austin and the absolute disappointment that they were last week and the absolute disappointment that they've been the last three, two of the last three weeks, losing to LA, losing uh, uh, last week as well. In this situation, Austin's got to get themselves back, all right? You don't have a choice, all right? You got to get yourselves back. I look at Austin to be able to take this, run this through, but San Diego, good run. Good run. More power to you. Didn't let yourself get little brothered. And little brother showed a little bit of force. Time to return back to your place. Austin underestimated Utah. They had some guys resting on the bench, including Isaac Ross, the all-black great at lock. Uh, They're not going to make that same mistake against San Diego. They lost first place. They want to get it back. They want that home field advantage over L.A. I think they're going to come out. And despite Joe Peterson and co, I think Austin wins this only because they're playing at home. Next up, Old Glory hosting New York. And maybe it won't be 102 degrees in D.C., John, but it's New York minus seven after getting thrashed 38 to three by Atlanta. This is a bad bad spot for Old Glory and Paul Sheehy and Kristen Levy's team because you got New York coming there, who's one of the best teams in the league, and they are mad, and they should be mad. They got rolled last week. They got run rickshaw on at home. So they're going to come down to Old Glory and Sagra Field, and they're going to roll them boys. They're just going to roll them boys. And I hate it because I love Nate Osborne, love Paul Sheehy and Chris Dunleavy. I don't like you. I don't blame your dog for running away from you. But – Unfortunately, Old Glory is catching New York at the wrong time. So, John, let me ask you, do you like the, the, the winning margin of, on the high side of this? Here's the problem with a high, a high point spread is the fact that you have a backdoor cover. Like Old Glory plays tough, just like Nala. They score points late. 
teams take their foot off the gas and all of a sudden you get a trial late and you lose the game because not because you were wrong about the side, not because you're wrong about the points, but because of a backdoor cover, a late score. That scares me. I think New York's going to is 14, 15 points better. Now, whether they cover that or not, that's different. I think they probably will, but it's always scary when you do that, when you have a team that has heart, like Nate Osborne's team has, they're liable to score late and ruin that bet. New York is in a situation where, even despite injuries, they are trying to make their final playoff push. This is not the time to do, uh, uh, sit back and let themselves trying to take their foot off the gas, but especially after they got boat raced by Atlanta. I love Old Glory. You know I love Nate Osborne. But, but in this situation, look, you're dealing with the rage. It's the same situation with L.A. on the other side. Dealing with pure, absolute rage and motivation. Allow this cool this cool summer breeze to go through. New York going to take this with the point, with the win. Hey, Old Glory, you have shown enough to be able to bring in for next year. But this year is not the year to play too many upsets. Uh, I'm I'm going with New York in this one because I think they're going to be healthy. Oh, that's a shocker. <laughs> shocker. Oh, the shocker. No. Playing for everything here, guys. You're playing for everything here. You've never chosen against New York, you sycophant suck-up. I think New York covers the spread, and I think it's an even final score. Even numbered final score. Finally, New England, the Free Jacks, the Flapjacks, the Free Jackals, the T-Sippers, welcome in New Orleans. Nola, who we thought was going to play tough last week, and they the bed. New England, minus eight at home. The Flapjacks went into Toronto, and they did not play well. They did not show up. They ran off the double-digit wins after that first loss against the Giltinis. I think the Free Jackals are going to come in. They're going to run Rick Shaw on them boys. I don't know if they're going to boat race them, but they're going to run Rick Shaw on them boys from Nala. Nala's walking into a buzzsaw up north. Gift, the problem in Toronto for New England was basically, you can put in three words, Bodine Waka, who's not available. Look, it, it it worked. You let an inconsistent Toronto team come through and actually roll you, just absolutely roll you through. And it can't happen twice. Once again, we've already seen one displacement of a uh, number one position, and New England has been working so hard to be at this top spot for almost more than half the season. You can't play this again. I, I feel bad for teams in this week because of the fact that all the best teams lost last week. So there's nothing but rage for whoever comes afterwards. New England is going to shape up and ship out all the best that they have because you only got one more week after this. You have one more week. You can't play it slowly. You can't play it soft. Ah, man, look, I love New Orleans. Love it to death. San Diego just destroyed them at home last week. I, New England's going to do this all day. New Orleans absolutely sucked last week, and I think they're going to suck this week. They sucked last week, they'll suck this week, and they'll suck next week. I think New England goes in and smokes them. Where they At home, they smoke them. A wicked smart performance by the Free Jacks. John, as per the Moneyline Market, which is the game that you like the most just on the straight win or lose game? Most of the time, a home team gets like three points to five points for home team advantage. And so if you think that the visiting team is going to win, why lay the three to five points? Because you're going you're to end up paying, say, minus 110, minus 115 for those points bet. You could get a money line bet probably plus 150 when one and a half times your money. So to me, if you think a team's going to win, 
I don't like just uh, giving uh, a few, or getting a few points. I just soon bet the money line and take a plus money bet. To me, Seattle, Houston, uh, this line may switch. I think you're going to have people coming in late betting on Seattle, which means this line may switch from what we had it early to what it's going to be come game time. And if so, I would take Houston at plus money on the money line. On that note, I want to thank John Bradshaw Layfield, the WWE legend, and Mr. Gift A. Baylou, rugby's gift to mankind. And thank you for tuning in and being part of this magnificent history-making show. Please check out our other shows, including MLR Weekly. Please sign up for our newsletter. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube and tell your friends about us. And please sign up for our Red Cross Blood Donor team.